is the Today's Word Podcast with Rick Pena. Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you Today's Word for August 7, 2018. I'm teaching a series entitled Expecting the Word to Work, where you're going to the Word of God, and you actually expect that this Word that God has sent to the earth, the Word that He watches over to perform, is going to work in your life. But what you want to do is set the conditions. You want to create an environment within the soil of your heart that is conducive for the seed of God's word to actually produce a harvest. So we've been studying the parable of the sower. This is part 37 of the series. And uh, the title of today's message is Being Your Own Lord. I mean, we just learned so much in this parable. You read this parable, it's, you know, it's Mark chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. It doesn't, you know, only a few verses, doesn't take that uh, long to read it, just, you know, a few seconds. And in this little story that Jesus gives, it's just so much revelation that we can learn. So once again, this is part 37, being your own Lord. So let's go back to it this morning. We looked at the first two types of soil already. Today, I'm going to talk about the third type of soil again. This is the thorny ground of the thorny weeds. This is what Jesus said about this type of ground. He said, others are like the seed that's planted amongst the thorny weeds. Now they hear the teaching, but their lives become full of other things like the cares of this world, love of money, everything else they want. And this keeps the teaching from growing so the word doesn't produce a harvest in their lives. Why? Because their lives are just so full of so much other stuff. So we, we dealt with the kids of this world already. We dealt with the love of money already. Now we're dealing with everything else they want. See, this is a challenge. When your life becomes full of things that you came up with in your own heart, your own selfish desires, if you are self-centered instead of God-centered, then the word of God is not going to work. See, God made plans for, for us before the world began. And, uh, and then God sent us into the earth at just the right time so that we could be the men and women that God has called us to be so that we could maximize the purpose and potential that he placed on the inside of us. However, if we become like the people that Jesus characterized in this parable, in this third type of soil, if we become um, selfish and we make our lives be full of whatever we want and our lives are just full of other things and our lives are, uh, becomes a tireless pursuit of the desires that were birthed in our own heart and not in the heart of God, then you know what's going to happen? Uh, we're going to miss out on what God made plans for us to do, right? So we're going to miss out on the plans that God birthed in his heart because we're cons so consumed with the plans that we came up with in our own heart. So what we don't want to be is basically our own Lord, either Jesus or is Lord of all, either God is Lord of all, or he is not Lord at all. Lord means that he is my Lord. He's in charge. I'm not. He tells me what to do. I don't tell him what to do. I don't get to just disregard or disrespect him. I submit to him in all my ways. God is my Lord. All right. So what does this mean to you today? So this Tuesday morning, um, I have eight quick things I want to share with you. And I believe that all eight of these things are going to be a blessing. You ready? Open up your heart now to receive what God is saying. Here we go. Number one, the key to success in life is actually not complicated. Now, if you go to Barnes and Nobles or Amazon.com, you're going to see uh, a bunch of books uh, uh, around being successful, right? And uh, self-help books and that kind of thing. Uh, but really what it boils down to is, is actually not that difficult. The key to success is not complicated. God made plans for us, for you and for me, before the world began. He made plans for us before we were born, before we ever took one step, and before we ever took one breath. So once we're born again and we're filled with the Holy Spirit, now we're in position to hear from God concerning those plans. So the purpose for our life, we don't get to choose our purpose. Look at me. You don't get to decide your purpose. Purpose cannot be decided. Purpose has to be discovered because God decided 
before you were born. Success then becomes a discovery of purpose, really. That's what it's all about. You discovering the plans that God made for you before the world began, and then a manifestation of those very same plans. So you want to discover what God made for you, the plans that he made, and then you want to walk them out. And if you do, then you're a success. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's really that simple. It doesn't matter if you have titles behind your name, if you went to college or not, how much money you have in the bank account, uh, what kind of car you drive, what kind of clothes you wear. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with purpose. Success can only be measured in purpose. Number two, you can never be a success outside of the, the plans that God made for you, right, before the world began. So watch this. If you were to spend your life, quote, quote, successfully becoming someone, that you were not supposed to be. And then you did all of that only to die and then to realize, stand before God and to acknowledge or realize at that point that you spent your whole life becoming someone you were never supposed to be, then you were never truly a success. Even though in this world, if they called you a success, it doesn't matter because we can only be a success in God's eyes. Number three, the word of God is des is designed to be the framework by which God and the Holy Spirit is a, they, you know, God is able to teach us through his word um, how to live out the life that he planned for us. So the word of God is a framework by which we are taught and trained how to think like God, how to act like God, um, how to live like God in this world so that our life can be about him and not about us. But if we stubbornly, right, because there are people that are just stubborn and hard-headed and stiff-necked, right? But if we stubbornly decide to live our life on our own terms, then the word of God is not going to work for us because divine power is unlocked in human submission. Let me say that again. The divine power that is locked up in the word of God is unlocked by our human submission. But if we live with human stubbornness, then we would never unlock that power. Number four, if you get consumed with selfish pursuits and self-centered priorities, then the word of God won't do much for you because the power of the word is going to be stifled by your commitment to your own thing, your commitment to your own priorities, your commitment to living your life on your own terms. So if you want to be your own boss, if you want to be your own Lord, then God will allow you. God will allow whatever you allow. He will permit whatever you permit, but then you won't become who God called you to be and you will miss out on God's best. Number five, the word of God only works when the God of the word is your Lord. Let me say that again. The word of God will work, but it only works when the God of the word is your Lord. If God is your Lord, then it means that you're not. He's Lord and you're not. You're not the captain of your own ship. You're not charting your own course. You're not doing whatever you want. You're doing whatever you believe your Lord wants you to do because he's your Lord and he's in charge and you're not, right? That's what that means. <laughs> Number six, the commandments found in the word of God and the instructions given to you by the Holy Spirit they're not suggestions. I mean, God is not saying, you know, hey, son, daughter, you can do this if you want. No, he's commanding us to do what he told us to do. God expects us to do what he says. Matter of fact, the word says, if you love me, you'll do what I say, right? Because, I mean, God expects us to, to actually do what he tells us to do. Not to just sing about it, but to do it. Not to just talk about it, but to do it, right? Not to just fantasize about it, but to actually do it. This is what made Jesus successful. Jesus said, I only say those things I hear my father say. I only do those things I see my father do. The son can do nothing without the father. Jesus's power was derived from his submission. So we should learn from him. Our power, divine power, will be unlocked through human submission. Number seven, God gave you the right to choose. 
Now look at me on this one. God gave you, yes, you looking at this screen, God gave you the right to choose. You have the freedom to make your own decisions. You can choose whatever you want. You can. However, if you want to be successful, if you want to maximize your purpose and potential, if you want to leave the mark in this world that you were born to leave, then you will never choose self over God. When you choose self over God, you're making yourself your own Lord. And you're going to have to deal with the repercussions of your decisions because since you're your own Lord, right, then you're pursuing your own stuff, your own desires. And if it's your will, then it's your bill. Then you're going to have to pay for everything yourself. That means you're going to have to work hard by the sweat of your brow. You're going to have to pay every bill because it's your will, so it's your bill. And you're going to have to try to do everything on your own. And then you're going to get to heaven when they realize that you wasted your life. But when you're submitted to God and he's your Lord and you're not, and you're doing what he tells you to do. When he tells you to do something that you don't have the money for, when he sends you to a room that you don't have the, the, the clout, you know, to operate in, then, hey, Lord, I mean, it's your will, so it's your bill. You got to do this. When he tells you to fund the project that you don't have the money for, he has to give you the money. When he tells you to start something that you don't know how you're going to accomplish and that you need resources, well, you have to trust him for the resources because he's the one that's telling you to do it. You know why? Because he's your Lord. And so he's in charge and I'm not. And so whatever he tells me to do is his will, therefore it's his bill. Number eight, and finally, last point, listen, I already covered a lot today. You might want to watch this video twice, but God has given you the right to choose. You get to decide whether or not you're going to submit to God or you're going to ignore him, you, whether or not you're going to walk in his ways or you're going to just reject his ways. You actually have the freedom to choose, but this freedom can help you and this freedom can hurt you. So please choose wisely, submit to God, die to self, and you will live an amazing life. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me in faith from a believing heart. Now, this is one of those messages. Once again, this stuff is not, is not complicated, is not deep, is very simple. But you know what? Some of the most powerful truth is simple truth. If we would just do what God tells us to do, we would live an amazing life. So declare this. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. My expectation is tied to your word and to the plans that you made for me before the world began. Now, you are my Lord. You are in charge, not me. I submit to you, Father, in all my ways. My life is about you, your plans, and your kingdom purposes for me. I lay my life down as a sacrifice. Jesus died for me. Your word says that his death was my death. <laughs> so his life is my life. I place divinity over humanity. As I do, as Jesus is, so am I in this world because you are my Lord. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Now, please apply this and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. Make a decision right now that you're going to submit to God in all of your ways. You're going to make him your Lord. He's your Lord, not you, right? You're submitting to, to him. You're yielding to him. You're dying to self. And if you do, you will live an amazing life. Before you leave this screen, please share this message with someone that you know so that we could all leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. God bless you.